Welcome back to Shnai Mikra, the OU podcast series on Parshat HaShavua. This is Menachem Liptag. We continue today our study of Parshat Bamidbar with Hamishi, the fifth Aliyah, in Paragimel, Pasuk Yedalad, chapter 3, verse 14. Bemidbar Sinai God again speaks to Moshe in Midbar Sinai. Pekodet B'nei Levi, count or charge the children of Levi, Levet Avotam Lemishpechotam, according to the families, now we count the tribe of Levi from age one month and up. Unlike the counting of the twelve tribes, which was more of a military nature, and hence from age twenty and up, now when we count the tribe of Levi, we begin from the age of one month. Most Parshanim point out that, that basically that's counting people from birth, but because at childbirth there are many instances when the child does not survive, therefore only after thirty days we have a better indication that he's going to live we start counting from 30 days. Pasek Tetzayin, Vayifkod otam Moshe al-pi Adonai, kasher tzuva. Moshe counted them according to the word of God, just as he was commanded. This Pasek seems rather superfluous, therefore Rashi brings down a beautiful Midrash that how is Moshe Rabbeinu going to go to the houses and tents of every tribe of Levi and count the little children if they're only a month or two old, even a year old, how are they going to come out for the census to count them? So the Midrash explains that Moshe would go from tent to tent and he didn't have to go inside. Hashem would tell him as he stood outside each tent how many children over the age of 30 days were in that tent. These were the children of Levi according to their names. Gershon, Kahat, Umrari, the three sons of Levi who had been mentioned many times before. These are the names of the children of Gershon according to the families, Livni Vishimi, Uvnei Kahat Lemishpechotam, the children of Kahat, according to their families, Amram, the father of Aaron and Moshe, Vitzar, Chevron, Vuziel, the four sons of Kahat, Amram, Yitzar, Chevron, and Uziel. Uvnei Mrari, Lemishpechotam, Machli, Moshi, Mrari had two sons, Machli, and Moshi, Elahim, Mishpechot Levi, Levet Avotam, these are going to be the families of the Levites according to the parental lineage. Pasach of Aleph, the Gershon Mishpachat Alivni, Mishpachat Hashimi, Elahim Mishpachot Hagershoni. As we mentioned before, the two families of Gershon, Livni and Shimi. Pkudehem be Mispar Kosachar, what was their total? Miben Chodesh Vamala, all males from age 30 days and up. Pkudehem Shivat Alafim, the Chameshmot, 7,500. Now as we count the tribe of Levi, we're going to set them in a certain position in the camp as they camp around the Mishkan. Recall that the 12 tribes encamped to the east, west, north, and south. In a similar manner, the three families of Levi are going to be in those three of those four directions. So let's see where Gershon goes. They're going to encamp behind or the back of the Mishkan towards the west. Eliasaf ben Lael. And the prince of the family of Gershon will be Eliasaf, the son of Lael. Before we translate this pasuk, I want to explain what we're going to see now. Recall that the main job of the Levim in the desert is going to assemble and disassemble the Mishkan as they travel. And each family of the Levim had a specific job. The children of Kahat are going to have the job to carry the vessels. Recall that almost all the vessels 
have badim, they have poles, which are attached to the vessel, which will make it easier to carry. Those vessels had to be carried by hand on the shoulders of the Levin. But in addition to the vessels, we also have all the drapes and the curtains that covered the Mishkan. Those drapes and all those materials, that was the job of the family of Gershon. In contrast to those materials, there are also going to be the, the Krashim that form the walls of the Mishkan and the Amudiya Chatser and the poles that hold up the curtain that surrounds the courtyard. Those heavy poles are going to be the responsibility of the family of Mrari. And as we mentioned, carrying the vessels would be the job of Kahat. Now let's see what's the job of Gershon. HaMishkan Ohel, The Mishkan, the covering of wool over the Mishkan. And the oil, the tent of goatskins that went over the Mishkan. Bichsel, the cover on top of that. Ummasach Petach Omoed. And the partition that guarded the entrance to the Ohel Moed. In addition to those materials, that Kaleha Chatser, that Masach Petach Chatser, also the curtains that draped around the courtyard, and the partition that guarded the opening to the courtyard, Asher Al HaMishkan, Vala Mizbeach Saviv, all those that surrounded the Mishkan and the Mizbeach around it, Vet Mitarav Lucho and also all the strings and the cords that attached the poles to the ground, that was also carried by Gershon. Pasach of Zayin, now we turn to the family of Kahat. Veli Kahat, Mishpachat HaAmrami, Umishpachat HaYitzhari, Umishpachat HaChevroni, Umishpachat HaAzieli. Ele he Mishpachot HaKati, the four families of Kahat, like we saw before. Bemispar Kol Zacharmi Ben Chodesh Vamala, again counting them from age 30 days and up. Shmonat Alafim V'Sheishmot Shomrei Mishmeret HaKodesh. Their total number was 8,600, and they were in charge of guarding that which was holy, or the vessels of the Mishkan. Mishpachot b'nei Kahat yachanu al yerach ha-Mishkan temana. The families of Kahat were going to camp on the flank side of the Mishkan, that is, to the south. V'nasi beit av, the Mishpachot hakati, and the leader of the family house, and the leader for the families of Kahat, elit safan ben Uziel. As Rashi points out, this location of the family of Kahat to the south of the Mishkan made them neighbors with the tribe of Ruvain, and this might have led to the rebellion of Korach, who was a descendant of Kahat, who joined together with the Tanvaviram from the tribe of Ruvain. As Rashi points out, from here we learn, woe to the wicked person, and woe to his neighbor. When you live too close to a wicked person, he can have a bad influence. Now we're going to see what their job was. As we mentioned, the vessels of the Mishkan, the Ark of the Covenant, the table, the Shulchan, the Menorah, the Candelabra, the Mizbachot, the Mizbach HaSahav, the golden Mizbach Toret, and also the Mizbach HaNechoshet, the one made out of copper, where they brought the Karbonot on, Uchlea Kodesh, Asher Behem, all the different utensils which were needed. Vaham Masach, Becho Avodoto. And also the Masach, this is talking about the Parochet itself, the divided between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodeshim, We'll see later on that when they would travel, they would take the parochet, the special curtain, that divided between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kodeshim, and they used that to cover the Aron, and after covering the Aron with the parochet, then they would be able to carry the Aron in a safer manner. Therefore, even though the parochet is made out of material, and I would think it would be carried by Gershon, who carry all the other materials and curtains, the parochet itself, here referred to as Hamasach, that was carried together with the Aron by the children of Kahat. Again, the Hamasach Notice we've only had two families of Levi so far, 
that's Gershon and Kahat. They carried the vessels and the curtains and the materials. Each of those two families had a leader. That was Elitzafan of Kahat and Elitzaf from the family of Gershon. In charge of those two princes is now someone above them, and that's going to be Elazar ben Arona Kohen. And the leader or the prince of all the princes of Levi, Elazar ben Aron HaKohen, Elazar the son of Aron, the priest, Pugudat Shomrei Mishmerat HaKodesh, he was in charge of taking care of all this guard of carrying the Mishkan, the vessels, and the curtains. Now we're going to see how Elazar's brother, Itamar, is going to be in charge of the family of Mrari and their responsibilities. Pasak Lamed Gimel. The family of Mrari, which includes Machli and Mushi, again, counting them from age one month and up, 6,200. And their prince was Suriel ben Avichayel. And they're going to also encamp on the flank of the Mishkan, but they are going to be to the north. Recall once again, Kahat was on the south, Gershon was to the west, and now Mrari are going to be to the north. Uvkudat Mishmer b'nei Mrari, what will be their job? Karsheha Mishkan, uvrichav amudav adonav, and the crossbars and the sockets that held up these krashim, v'chol kelav v'chol avodoto, and all the utensils that were needed to assemble and disassemble these poles, that was their job in relation to the Mishkan itself. V'amudei ha-chatser saviv adonahem, and also the poles of the courtyard around that would hold up the curtains and the sockets that held up those poles, and also the spikes and the cords that connected those poles to the ground, that was also the job of Mrari to carry. Obviously, these poles were very heavy. We're going to see later in Parshat Naso in chapter 7, when the 12 Nisim, when the 12 princes of the different tribes bring their special present for Chanukat of the Mishkan, when they dedicate the Mishkan and the Mizbeach, they're going to bring as a present six wagons. God is going to allow Moshe to take these wagons. Four wagons are going to be given to the family of Mari to, to carry all the Amudim and the Krashim. And two wagons are going to be given to the family of Gershon to carry all the material and the curtains. And God don't get any wagons because they have to carry the vessels with the poles on their shoulders. Now we have one direction left to the east of the Mishkan, which there's no family of Levi to settle there. So who's going to guard the Mishkan from the east? Pasuk Lamedchet. Vachonim lifnei Mishkan kedma lifnei o moed Mizracha. Who is going to encamp in front of the Mishkan to the east, in front of the o moed? Moshe v'Aron u'Banav. There, Moshe, Aron and his sons, they're going to encamp to the east or in front of the Mishkan. Shomri mishmeret hamikdash. They're going to guard the entire courtyard of the temple. On behalf of all the people of Israel, they're going to guard the main entrance. Again, any foreigner not allowed in that area, God commands that they need to be executed to make sure that the sanctity of the Mishkan will be protected. Now we're going to tally up all of the members of the house of Levi. The total number of the Levites who were counted by Moshe and Aaron according to God, according to their families. All males from age one month and up. This total of 22,000 is obviously a problem because if you total Kahat, Gershon, and Mari together, 
as we counted them in the previous psukim, the total would be 22,300. The total the Chumash gives us is only 22,000. So we're 300 levim short. How could that be? The Gemara in Masechet Bechorot raises this obvious question. The accepted answer in Chazal, brought down by Rashi, is that the total number was indeed 22,300, but because we need the total number of Levim in order to exchange them with the firstborn, I can only use for this exchange the Levites who they themselves were not firstborn. Chazal claim that 300 of these 22,300 were firstborn. Since I can't use them for the exchange which we're going to discuss in tomorrow's Aliyah, where we have to exchange them with the 22,273 firstborn of Israel, Therefore, the total amount of Levim for the purpose of that exchange is only 22,000. Then ends Hamishi, the fifth Aliyah. Tomorrow we continue our study with Shishi, the sixth Aliyah.